Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Man, uh, back in action, man. So, uh, got back from the trip and I've already gotten a whole lot done. So, um, over the weekend, I went ahead and took care of a few of my big commercial accounts. Got all those mowed slicked down. It is so dry, it's so dusty, the grass is so brown here in our area. So, it went really quick. Um, all the mowing's going really quick. It's gonna be a pretty short week, probably. Um, I'll probably skip a few lawns, but for the most part, I haven't mowed uh, most of our lawns in two weeks, some of them in three weeks. So, I'm just gonna go through the whole list and swing by everybody's property and just check it out, you know, see if it needs mowed, see if I need to skip it for another week. Um, and that's a game plan for uh, for this week. So it should be an easy week as far as the mowing goes. I do have some uh, Ventrac Tough Cut jobs lined up, so I'll be doing those. I'll be checking those out this week and knocking those out as well. So it's going to be a full week, just uh, not a full week of mowing probably. Probably a little bit of mowing, a little bit of Tough Cut work, and then I'm trying to catch up on my maintenance. So. I need to get the oil changed in the box truck. I need to get the tires rotated, which I always change the oil myself, but the tires on the other hand, uh, this is a big, big heavy duty truck. So I usually take it in to get the tires rotated. So I'll do that sometime this week uh, in between, you know, getting all my work done. Um, on top of that, this morning, I've already taken my pickup truck in to get it looked at. Um, it only has like 80,000, 80 something thousand miles and the um, AC man it's blowing hot air so it's it's my truck my personal truck I usually don't drive it a whole lot in the summertime I rarely drive it because I'm in the box truck like 24 7 so I, I very rarely drive my half ton pickup now I do have the one ton pickup that I'll drive for for work uh, mainly for uh, this time of year anyways for the Ventrac work in the fall and winter I use it for the leaf uh, setup pulling the dump trailer but the pickup truck the half ton man it usually just sets this time of year and I I don't even use it at all so uh, very rare for me to get it out but last year the AC went out I didn't have it last year still haven't got it fixed um, because like I said, most of the time I drive it, it's in the fall or winter. But I'm um, planning on taking a little trip again coming up. So uh, we're going to be pulling the camper on this trip. So I'm trying to get the AC working because it is hot. It is hot. I don't know what it's like in your area, but right now, man, the real feel has been like 108 to 112 here in our area. And it's been... Uh, Man, it's been, we've had some hot days, hot, super hot days, and it's dried all the lawns out. We've had absolutely no rain to speak of. Uh, some places got like a quarter of an inch the other day, but it was uh, pretty hit or miss. Like, it might rain at our house, and the neighbor's house might not even get any rain. So that's how kind of scattered it was. But we did get, I think we got about a tenth at our house. A quarter of an inch in places in town but you, you can't even tell it rained it's so dry I mean the ground's cracking uh, no moisture at all uh, anything that did come down it pretty well 
just roll right off because the ground's so hard. Um, but anything that did kind of stay in those low areas, um, it's just soaking in, trying to soak in. You can't really soak in because uh, it's got to crack through that top top layer before it can start soaking on through. So for most part, man, it just rolled right off. Didn't even really help. Um, but you know, maybe we'll get some rain. I don't see any rain in the forecast for this week, but hoping that we'll get some rain um, here in the next couple weeks, man, because we really need it. I'm sure you guys are probably the same way. I know Tony sent me a video uh, yesterday, and man, he was getting hammered with the rain. It looked like he was getting a whole lot of rain, so I know he's probably um, ready for things to dry up. Another one of my buddies, Brad, sent me a message. He said, man, uh, down in Florida, it's been raining like every afternoon. He's been getting those thunderstorms that uh, Florida is known for, you know, those afternoon thunderstorms that just pop up out of nowhere and this rain for 45 minutes and then, you know, the sun pops back out. So he's getting those afternoon showers as well. A lot of you guys are hopefully getting some rain, but here in our area, the Midwest, it's it's been staying pretty dry so like i said before i got up early this morning took my pickup truck into town to get it worked on um, then came back home now i'm in the box truck and heading to town yesterday when i was out mowing the uh ferris z3x man it it's doing it again you know i put that new starter on it didn't fix the issue for a lot of you guys that have been following me for a while I've had so many problems with these Ferris Z3X mowers. I own two of them. I really like the mowers, but as far as the engine goes and all the components for like the safety switches and things like that, all the electrical stuff, I'll just say that. The mower in itself, um, all the parts on the mower work really well. I haven't had really any issues with that, but on the electrical side of things, man, it's been nothing but headaches. And the engine, you know, my engine messed up on one of my Z3X last year, but uh, still having problems. Put that new starter on, it didn't fix the issue. The dealer thought it was probably the starter. I was thinking it was probably the starter as well, but um, have, you know, I have something else going on with it. I've had, I literally, I've had hundreds of people message me saying, check this, check that, check you know probably 12 different things to check so what I'm gonna do I'm heading to my dealer this morning I'm going to check and see what parts he has in stock so he ordered a whole bunch of parts and we're just gonna start going through the mower and replacing parts and seeing uh, you know seeing what happens seeing what fixes the problem so my problem right now is I turn the key and it won't do anything at all it won't even crank it won't do anything now the fuel pump will cycle that's the only thing that will happen when you turn the keys so uh, it does I mean it is working the ignition switch seems like it's working because every time I turn it the fuel pump comes on but I, I just don't know man that it's one of those things that it's gonna be hard to track down because it's electrical so we're gonna we're just gonna start replacing parts one at a time, run it for a week or two, see if it does it again. If it does it again, go to the next part, and then slowly, 
replace parts until we figure out the right part that uh, you know that that hopefully fixes the issue because I've been dealing with this all last year and I'm dealing with it I've dealt with it the whole season this year so sometimes it's a pain sometimes you turn the key it won't start for like 30 minutes and then it'll finally just crank and start right up other times you'll be mowing shut the mower off turn it back on starts right up so it's it's so random it may run fine for a week and then give me problems for the next two days so it's hard to pinpoint hard to track down I've checked the safety switches I've checked the ignition PTO just all kinds of different things the only thing I've really have replaced is the starter that was the most expensive thing because um, I was having issues with it last year kind of grinding whenever I was going to to turn it over and to start it so new starter but still had the same problem so I'm actually turning off here heading into my dealer B&W lawnmower they sell Ferris they sell Gravely they sell let's see snapper they picked up Cub Cadet here recently now they did sell Skag for a very short period of time they uh, picked up the Skag line because they the Skag dealer in our town um, he went out of business so they picked up the Skag line but man they didn't have them very long at all they ended up getting rid of them they've had oh they had so many problems out the gate with Skag that they uh, they decided not to sell them anymore now I know every brand has their issues I wish there was a brand out there I would pay like top dollar I would pay like a few thousand more if we just had a brand that was that would hold up a brand that would last longer a brand that would uh, not go down you know I would spend extra money if somebody any of these brands would just take a little bit more time slow things down increase their prices so they can profit from it you know spend four or five thousand dollars more on a piece of equipment knowing that you know what you're getting top-of-the-line equipment it's gonna hold up it's gonna last it's uh, it's something that we've tested for years and years so you know I would pay a lot more money to have something like that but every brands kind of created equal right now I mean there's they're throwing the same engines on the same mowers so same components are going on the same all these you know mowers so you're basically getting the same parts it doesn't matter what brand you buy I mean you're getting Parker or hydro gear um, hydros you're getting pretty much the same pulleys you're getting the same um, bearings spindles are about the same I mean everything on the mower is pretty comparable there's not a whole lot of difference between all the brands now we'll say there are areas where the design may be a little off maybe the design of one particular brand or model um, you know they didn't think things through as much and like uh, the gravely Mach 1 I know of a lot of guys around here that have bought the Mach 1 they've had nothing but problems with just maybe one or two things you know there's like this pivot arm that goes on the deck and I mean right out of the box man brand new and they're having issues with these things breaking snapping so 
it's just a stress issue where it's not it wasn't beefed up enough it wasn't built up strong enough and um you know i've I, i've had at least five different mach ones that i know of that have uh snapped that bracket so a lot of you guys that follow gravely keep up with gravely uh probably know exactly what i'm talking about they said they beefed up the newer ones but I'm not sure they did. I know our local dealer, he's welded um, several of them, and the ones that he's welded, they have not broke again. Now, the ones that he's replaced with newer brackets and pivot arms, they've actually broke. So I don't know if they're making them any stronger. Uh, probably the same thing, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. Every machine, every different brand, every different model... All of them have issues. Um, you're not going to find a perfect mower out there. The main thing is just finding the perfect dealer. Uh, hopefully you guys have a good dealer in your area, whatever brand that you decide to run. Um, a lot of times I tell guys, if you can find the dealer that will back you up, support you, and take care of your machine when it goes down, man, that's more important than any brand. I mean, I ran Toro mowers for... Uh, 20 years I've been running them for 20 years and that's the brand that I prefer but at the same time we don't have a really um, good Toro dealer in our area where uh, you know they'll just drop everything and take care of you as soon as you pull in so uh, that's kind of why I switched brands and went with the Ferris brand I, I uh, recently you know formed this relationship with the people here that own the Ferris and the Gravely uh, dealership here in town and they've been great to work with they've always helped me out they've always kept me out um, you know going doing everything they can to uh, to keep me up and running so that's the most important thing man dealer support is number one you can have the best mower out there the best brand the best uh, model the newest the greatest the you know you, you could have it all but if you don't have a dealer to back you up when that mower goes down then you're going to be in trouble i mean these mowers were basically, I mean, I call them brand new. A, a commercial mower with 700 hours on it, two years old, you know, the second season um, that I used the machine. You know, last year I had so many issues with uh, with the newer machine. The head blew on the uh, Vanguard engine. They had to wait for parts. It took them over a month to send the parts to the dealer for them to fix it. So it was sitting here for a long time. And then on the second machine, the older machine, it had, uh, let's see, about 1,100 hours on it last year. All the electrical stuff started, you know, giving me problems. It's, it's man, I, I'm not even kidding. I've had hundreds of people send me messages and reach out to me and say, hey, man, I've had similar issues. I've had the same thing. So it all comes back, you know, and they've told me stories. You know, my dealer not helping me out. My dealer's done this. My dealer's done that. Or, you know, some guys, you know, my dealer's really helped me out. Uh, they've taken care of me. They got the issue fixed. Um, back up and rolling. But, you know, um, every dealer's different, man. Every dealer's different. Uh, one Toro dealer here uh, could be really good. Somewhere where you guys are at, you can have the worst Toro dealer in your area. It's just same thing with Gravely and Ferris. You could have a terrible Gravely and Ferris dealer in your area and you you know that puts a bad taste in your mouth for that brand I'll just be honest with you if if uh, you know if I had a dealer that didn't help me out a dealer that wasn't supportive a dealer that didn't that didn't try to get me back out there and running 
I would think, you know what, um, that particular brand that that dealer sells is awful because they don't back up the product, they don't take care of the customer. Um, you know, we, we only have one shot at making a whole lot of money, um, you know, in the lawn care landscaping business. It's like a very short window of like six months, depending on where you're at. I, I know some guys have a little bit longer season, but for the most part, about six months you can bank on you know, trying to make all of your money that you're going to make for that year in a six-month window. That's really short. I mean, you have to be as efficient as possible. You have to be out there making as much money as you can per hour each and every day, um, every week, every month, because you only got six months to do it. If you're wanting to make 100000 and you only have six months to, uh, to do it, you're going to have to make a lot of money per day. Um, break it down, you know, six months or eight months or whatever that you work. And, and it's going to, it's tough, man. It's challenging. And when your equipment goes down and you don't have a mower for a, a week or a month, I mean, just think last year, my mower went down for a month. Uh, you know, one out of the six months that I have to get out there and make money, one whole month, my machine's down. That is, that's just unacceptable, especially for a newer mower. But with everything going on, man, that's kind of what you expect nowadays. It's like if they don't have the parts in stock, if they can't get them, if uh, there's issues with, you know, parts on back order, you're just, you're kind of out of luck. So it is what it is. That's the times we're living in right now. I tell everybody, if you can afford it, man, get a backup of a backup because um, you're going to need it. If, if one machine goes down... And the dealer may be the best dealer in the area, kind of like this one here in our area. He's the best Ferris, the best Gravely dealer around. I want to say the best one in Missouri, but, um, you know, if he can't get the part, then what's that tell you? Uh, there's nothing that he can do about it. So it's kind of left up into the uh, the manufacturer's hands right now, uh, the times that we're living in. So um, not wanting to beat a dead horse, but just wanting to tell you guys, get you guys prepared that, you know, um, whether it's equipment or whether it's weather, you got to be, you got to be on top of things. You got to have plan B, plan C, maybe even plan D, um, the way things are going with the economy and inflation and everything like that. You know, it's turned off dry here, so we're not going to get to mow a whole lot, um, like we have been, you know, up until this point. So we're going to have to switch things around, man. It's like, what do you do? Okay. You're, you know, for a week, I didn't mow one lawn. Uh, this week, I'm going to mow all of my lawns. But at the same time, if we don't get any rain next week, I won't be mowing anything. So how do you do that? How do you how do you approach that? It, you know, you add different services. You you think of different ways to make money. And, and it's hard to do that because, you know, if it was raining, I would be busy from daylight till dark. And I could work seven days a week and never be caught up. But when we hit a dry snap like this and the grass is literally not growing at all, that comes to a halt really, really quick. And, um, you know, when that happens, you got to be prepared. You got to think ahead. It's like, okay, what are we going to roll into next? We're going to do a little bit of shrub trimming. Are we going to get the Ventrac out, do some tough cut work, some power raking work? You got to be prepared. So however your business is set up, man, when you when you approach these things or hit these you know, roadblocks or these obstacles or these, uh, you know, just these things that happen just running a business, 
you got to be prepared. You got to be able to roll with it and uh, make decisions on the fly. So, you know, if you can do that as an entrepreneur, it'll set yourself apart from, you know, the other guys that can't think outside the box. They just, you know, don't really have a plan B, plan C. So uh, it'll just keep your business rolling a whole lot, you know, smoother and uh, allow you to to be in business in the long run. I've been doing this for 20 years. If I didn't switch things up, like on a season like this, when it turns off super dry, if I didn't switch things up and approach things differently, then I would be out of business. I wouldn't have a business right now. But because I can, uh, you know, adapt to the circumstance or the environment that I'm in, if I can adapt quickly, then you can, uh, you know, you can be successful. So just want to encourage you guys, whatever you're going through right now, hopefully you're getting enough rain to keep you rolling. But if things are dry, if things are uh, slowing down for you, don't just sit back and just wait for the weather to, you know, show up, wait for the rain to show up and wait for things to start growing again. Get out there, look around, maybe um, freshen up some landscape beds, whether that's mulch or pulling weeds or uh, trimming some shrubs or, you know, just whatever you can do, man. You can do those jobs with little to no um, tools. You don't even have to have very many tools uh, or you know, you don't have to spend very much money on uh, equipment to do those type of jobs. So they're easy. They're super easy to do. You can make some money doing them. So I'm rambling on, but uh, the dealer just opened here. I've been waiting for him to open up. His doors are open now. So I'm going to roll in there, see if he's got a few parts, and then we'll just go from there. So I'll keep you guys updated. Man, I hope you guys are having a great day. Um, it's nice and sunny, hot here. So looking to get a whole lot done but uh, i'll keep you guys posted on the ferris e3x let you know guys what happens and if we get that thing fixed it's probably gonna be a i don't even know i'm not even gonna speculate but i'm out of here i'm cameron with the lawn care life in Missouri. appreciate you guys listening we'll catch you in the next one. Oh, before i go man i keep forgetting about this oh man tony aaron phil you guys are gonna kill me but this is lcbu number 11 I think I even remember the number this time. LCBU number 11. Right now, Tony Rudolph with the Lawn Care Talk. He's in the lead, man. He's blowing everybody away. But I'm uh, I'm doing what I can on my end. Aaron's doing, you know, what he can on his end. Uh, Aaron Sutter. And then Phil, man, he's he's just slacking. He's, he's slacking right now. But, hey, it's all good. It's all in fun. Uh, Tony, you're the man. Your, uh, your podcasts are great. I appreciate you you know, jumping in on the challenge. And uh, this is LCBU number 11. So we'll catch you guys in the next one. Uh, have a good one. And as always, God provides.